I'm back. <laughs> you guys really thought that COVID was going to put me down from stop drinking whiskey and reviewing it? <laughs> you better think again. I think it brought you back. It brought me back, man. Better than ever. You got your smell and your taste. Yeah, never lost it. Yeah, good. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Never lost it, man. Well, here we are again. We again. Uh, are locked in for a series of episodes. We're gonna locked. bring you. We're gonna bring you all kinds of stuff. We got some stuff planned. We got that blend reveal mm-hmm. coming up, and maybe next month sometime. We got. Uh, we're gonna do some blind stuff too. Yeah, that's gonna be. We we keep talking about it, but we're gonna do it. It's gonna for happen. Sure. Get some blind blind taste. You gotta tests. see what's best of the best. Uh-huh. Like what's the best, you know, low budget rise out there. There's plenty of them. We always talk about it, but then we gotta be about it. I so like that. I like it. the like, like the rye thing. Yeah, the hundred proof rye. Yeah, right. And there's a ton of them. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> we keep so, talking about it, but we're gonna we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a long winter here in Wisconsin and. <laughs> Long. That uh, that's great for podcasting. But beautiful here right now. Nice fall weather. Yeah. The time of this recording, nice seventy-five degrees. Unbelievable. Perfect, perfect weather. Yeah. And this is around the time that people are hunting for the latest batch of Minute Winter's Night Dram. And I must say, I might be my first year that I might not get it. I'm, I'm oh. starting to get nervous. We'll see. And that's going to be a subject we talk about. Um, later. It could be a next episode, or it could be in this episode. We don't know yet, depending on how much time we have. Oh. But right now we have the low and high end, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that I have the low. Dylan before, has the high. Before you start, I forgot. Well, there's one addition, and it's hidden right now. You can see it on the wall. Well, we have a map oh, of Scotland. Map of Scotland. Yeah, map of Scotland. We're gonna start. Uh, Referring getting, to that, getting a little uh, more accurate when we're talking about gotcha. locations of things mm. instead of like making I w- things. I will up. say that I have the easier route in yeah. my forte. <laughs> yeah, well, it's from Kentucky. Whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or oh, from, just uh, anywhere Indiana. in America. <laughs> right. Scotland, on the other hand, what Isle of what? Right. A lot of islands. A lot of, uh, you know, and like the. Um, Speyside area, and then Highlands. You would think Highlands would They're, be above see, Speyside, but it's yeah. it kind of wraps around and goes below it. The thing about these uh, Highlands and Speysides, from what I'm gathering or what I have experienced so far, they're kind of similar. Oh yeah. So when you get a bottle that doesn't have Highland or Speyside on the bottle. It's either one of the two, and then when you do your research, you're like, oh, it's a space side. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a highland. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. I, I would never knew the difference because, you know, Isla, mm-hmm. Smoky. And there is a, by far, the majority of them are in highland and space side. So. Mm-hmm. And there's another one, right? Lowland. Okay. Low, they they, they kind of separate into lowland. The islands, including Isla, and sometimes Isla is mentioned as a separate thing, mm-hmm. and then Highland and Speyside. Gotcha. See, 
like I said, I have the easier <laughs> road compared to what Dill has. Yeah. Having a book helps a lot. So since this <laughs> this map is from uh, National Geographic, does that mean that we're sponsored by National um, This show has been sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just start mentioning National Geographic in every episode? This show has been brought to you by National Geographic. <laughs> well, no pressure. National well, Geographic. Like I said earlier, All right. I have the low. Dylan yeah. has the high. Now, how low can you go? I'm gonna. It's not gonna be a long introduction about my low, but many people, once again, probably probably won't think this is a low end. Oh boy, it's allocated. Now it is. <laughs> yeah. But back when I was in the whiskey days, you were able to get this on the shelf. Um, I would say the price range. Later, but it was affordable, and, sure. and, and it's still semi-affordable. Not as much as it was back then, but unfortunately, it's allocated. And like I said, we're gonna get more to that about what's to deal with whiskey sooner. So it's my low end. It's okay. gonna be a Heaven Hill product, bottled and bond, ten years. Can you think of what that could be? I'm pretty sure the listeners might know. Heaven Hill product, bottled in bond, 10 years old. Does it say 10 years on the bottle? Yep. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, I don't know my bourbons that well. Well, in today. Oh, is, yes. Uh, Henry well. McKenna <laughs> Ten year. What does it cost if you're gonna buy a bottle right now? What does that cost? The most that I ever paid for it since it's been allocated, probably in the fifty-ish range, sixty. Um, I'm just gonna. So if I went to buy it right now, it'd be in that range. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. People might spike it up depending on what the liquor store is. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said. I'm just going to give you the price now of what I used to get it for. I used to sit on the show for... Which would be considered MSRP. Yeah, 30 bucks. 30 bucks, yeah. So, low end. And I remember not too long ago going through Total Wine, seeing a a case of that, a stack of cases of that. So easy to get. Just on, like, at the end aisle, you know, for anyone to grab. The thing that happened, people caught on to it, and uh, that Whiskey Awards in San Francisco... Um, right. Named for the best bourbon of the year, but people freaked out about that, and that's why I got so allocated. But the thing that they have to realize, though, is a single barrel. <laughs> so whatever single barrel that they reviewed uh. could have been probably the best bourbon uh. to them, but we're we're not getting that same single barrel. So it's all, yeah. you know. So that's where yeah. the hype. So they're like, "Oh, this is going to a uh, competition." Mm-hmm. Okay, we know which which batch yeah. to send. So when when you get into these single barrel things, winning awards, I think that you could kind of throw them out the window because nine times out of ten, huh. we're not going to get that same single barrel, yeah. even though it's a good whiskey. That's a good but point. 
who knows but that's that's the bad things about these uh award things um but i'm going to give you the details about henry mckenna so it's uh classified as a straight bourbon already oh. mentioned the company heaven Since hill all that green on there i thought it'd be a rye um the distillery heaven hill obviously um the release is always every year whenever you can find it um comes at you at 100 proof 10 years old um it's bottled in bond so the mash bill is 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% um, rye. And we already know about what entails about the uh, bottle and bond. Uh-huh. But to refresh people, um, to be labeled bottle and bond, the whiskey must be the product of one uh, distillation season. And one distiller at a single distillery aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years. And it must be bottled at exactly 100 proof. Additionally, the bottle and bond label must clearly identify the distillery where it was distilled, where it was bottled, if different. So we already know all about that. Yeah. So, let's open this. Oh, nice. Open this up. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the deal with the name McKenna? All right. I I get in detail to that too while we get the nose. So, Henry McKenna, from what I gather, is a person. Don't know from where, but I'm about to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I figured he was a person. <laughs> yeah, they just made up the name. See what you get on that nose. Now, this bottle's half full. How long have you had it? Can't remember. <laughs> oh, so it could be Honestly, seven years, six, five, six years? Uh, probably not that long. Definitely not that long. Ooh, so, uh, sweet. Henry, Henry McKenna came to America in 1837 from Ireland. Now, Heaven Hill, their master distiller, can't remember his name, but he's Irish. So he settled in Kentucky where he set out to create a better bourbon using his family's recipe. So today, as of today, Heaven Hill offers Henry McKenna single barrel, which is aged for 10 years and satisfy the bottle and bond requirements. And that's when I got into the whole uh, status of what it takes to make it bottle and bond. Hmm. So that's all I know. Mm-hmm. So any of your listeners out there, if you could reach out to us and let us know about... Um, Heaven Hills Distiller's name, because I, I know that he's an Irishman, which makes sense now after learning about this. Ah oh, man, this nose is great. Uh-huh. Like I said, man, th- this used to be like so much of a bargain, man. I was sitting on nine bottles at one point, especially when they won that award, because it was easy to get, so I was like, let me hurry up and get it 
before everyone. Stock up on it. Yeah, because yeah, I never pictured it being allocated. But I was sitting on so much when we go to people's houses for dinner or something. I'll bring this bottle over and let them keep it. And now I wish I took it back. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what are you down to? Uh, I have one unopened one. Uh-huh. So just the two. Because I, I, I don't come by it much. Well, there is no heat at all on the nose. No. It's not just at all. like, I would, I would say this is maybe 40%. I mean, it, it's you wouldn't think this is hundred percent or hundred proof. So, with floral. Heaven Hill, yeah, I I do get some floral, but some of Heaven Hill products remind me of the whole Jim Beam thing with the nuttiness profile. Mm, mm-hmm. It's not as dominant as Jim Beam, oh, but yeah, it, it's it's there. Yeah. The nuttiness is there. I agree. Jim Beam, a little bit. Kind of that dryness. Yeah. Yep. Peanut peanut chills. So as far as the nose, I think it's for a. If you could buy this for thirty some dollars today, yeah, it's a deal. It's a deal. It's like <laughs> a great deal. Yeah, this definitely competes with uh, Buffalo Trace. Oh, by far. I'd say if better, not better. Better, yeah. Maybe Eagle Rare. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it beats, it, it beats Eagle Rare, too. Wow. Yeah, that nose is great. Mm-hmm. If listeners out there know about Henry McKenna, you, you guys know what we're talking about. Oh, wow. There's, there's a richness. There's I could I could I think it's the corn. Oh yeah, seventy eight percent. Yeah. The sweet, rich corn smell. It's corn. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. <laughs> did they make a did they make a song? Yeah. From yeah. that kid? Yeah. <laughs> corn is the best. Corn on the cob. Not corn every, makes whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? Not Cream everybody corn. has to like it to be the best. No. Wow. I'm going to go in for a sip now. I wonder what that kid, I wonder what his first day of school is like. Coming into school as a... <laughs> He has complete. He has the juice. Internet. Stuff. He has the juice, man. Look, I think um, Brandon would like to say something. Why don't you come on up to the front of the class, Brandon? I like corn. Tell us all about corn. You can feel the heat. I mean, this is my first whiskey of the day, so you could definitely feel the one hundred proof. But I get the butterscotch vanilla, mm. um, mm-hmm. some some cream corn in there, and 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 a hint of nuttiness yeah. on the back end. Yeah, and I would say that the finish is. This is like it reminds me of ancient age where the nose is fantastic, like rocking, and then mm-hmm. you then you taste it and it's like, whoa, that's fiery, that's young. You and it's ten years old. 
Yeah, what's, but it's, what's the deal? But that was our first sip. I wonder if the second sip would be different. Hmm. <sighs> Let me add a few drops. See, the second sip for me was more tame now. Once I had it. Yeah, not, not overwhelming. Yeah, um... Wow. It's not where I thought it was going to go. Honestly, I haven't had it in so, years. What are you getting on the nose after you add water? Uh... Change it all or more floral? Actually, or? it it just it's less, less. Yeah, it's less. Um, so you got it of everything became muted. Yep. Maybe a little more cherry actually is coming through. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting on the uh, palate as well. On the second sip, I'm starting to get some more cordial cherry. Hmm. Which I never got that before. When I first smelled it, that floralness reminded me of uh, Four Roses a little bit. Alright. Man, the more I have a sip, the more it changes for me. Yeah, now I'm getting more citrus and like orange zest, lime zest type of thing on the third sip. That's weird. I'm surprised that that's 10 years. I'm really surprised. Based on the heat. Because, you know, that owl 10. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, another level. I mean, there's so many scotches like that, too, where you can have a 10-year-old scotch, and it's like, oh, this is young. Yeah. And then you can have an 8-year-old scotch, and you're like, whoa, this is rich and complex. Yeah. The thing about Kentucky Owl, man, you're talking about one of the best blenders mm-hmm. out there. Well. Whew. The McKenna allocation thing is still going strong. People still crazy about it? Yeah. Huh. In my opinion, it should still be going for 30 bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks, this is a deal. Yeah. That's why I picked it as my low end, even though I appreciate it, but the people are making this like it's so much of a high end, like it's, we're going to get into this later mm-hmm. about this whole whiskey industry <laughs> thing. It's just, we love it still, but there's some frustrating areas about it. We'll save it. We'll save it for later. I've got some thoughts. But as far as McKenna goes... The nose is fantastic, and you, you think you're going to get, like, well, a rock star. After, after sipping it, which I didn't add water to mine, but 
I, I, I'm, I'm smelling the proof now before I did before I sipped. Hmm. I'm definitely smelling the heat. Yeah. Like the nose, if people know about Elijah Credit Bureau proof, I'm like picking that up right now. Hmm. But from what I hear, are they out of Kentucky? What? Heaven Hill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went there. Oh, did you? We we all did. But they didn't have anything there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we just went to the gift shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you smell this nose, Dill, and I know you know how Elijah Craig smells, if you remember the barrel proof. Uh, uh, according to Heaven Hill, they, they kind of use the same mash bill for all their mm. stuff. And Elijah Craig is barrel proof. And... Just two more years in this. Huh. So, what I'm getting on the nose now is like some Elijah Craig Bear yeah. vibes now. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Well, if you can get this for $50, that's better than dropping the, what, 70 80 bucks on... <laughs> Barrel proof? Now you're talking about 100 now. Really? On Elijah Craig at Barrel Proof? At some places. Yeah, okay. So then this is a better option. When you can find it. I I, right. I, I think that Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is easier to find around here than McKenna. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm getting on the nose is some uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof vibes. You know, I'm glad we took a, a little time with this because after I tasted it, I was kind of disappointed. Well, first of all, I wasn't expecting the heat. And Mm -hmm. 10 years old, you'd think it'd be like, you know, along the lines of one of your better whiskeys you brought in. Yeah. At least along the lines. Not not as good. but. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm spending more time with it, it is coming around. Uh, really good nose. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. what's your uh, verdict on this? Well, now, are we talking fifty dollars? Um, I'm gonna judge it by what it should yeah. be at the thirty dollar range. Okay, we'll do it that way. So if I were to go out and buy this for thirty, I think it was thirty. I saw it for or, thirty-four dollars. Or, or we we probably should do it what people will find it for if let's they actually both. get it. Let's yeah, do let's both. Let's do both. All right. So back in the day, I think I saw this for thirty-four dollars at Total Wine. Availability all the time, and it was on in the an shelf. end cap, stacked up, case seven cases deep, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was huge, huge mound of this stuff and even then I, I passed it up because I was in hunting for scotches mm-hmm. but if I could if it was the same situation I go there tomorrow and it's stacked up and it's I can grab bucks. a bottle for 34 bucks um, I'm gonna say that is a an 84 for me, in that situation, 
85 and a half, close to an 86 for the price range. And an e-stated product, 10 years, and bottle and bond for American Wisdom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 50 bucks allocated, I'm going to give it 79 and a half. Yeah. No, maybe I, maybe a eighty on a good day. If I have to, I gotta hunt be in the around. mood. I gotta be in the mood because I could think of countless other bottle and bond products that I have in my collection that are non-allocated that are probably cheaper than this. That I'm a rate higher than this. Yeah, if I have to hunt around for it, and then I, you know, I get there and they're me like, personally. You gotta pay. It's this. not worth hunting around for, in my opinion. Right. I, I, right. Especially when you're paying fifty some dollars for that. It's like, well, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this could possibly but be. Here's another thing. The worst bargain in whiskey I've ever seen. This this could be a. A, it's a, a fifty bet. bucks for this. This this could be a bad single barrel too. We I don't know. No. I mean, there's so much stuff you could get. Um, Knob Creek Twelve. What is that? Sixty bucks. More like seventy. Seventy bucks. Yeah. And I, it's better. Oh yeah, by by far. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, fifty bucks. I'm thinking of. There are weren't, um, weren't there some? Bond. See, the thing is, you don't see Knob Creek twelve year all the time either. What? <sighs> weren't there some four roses that were around sixty bucks? Yeah, the 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 standard single barrel that is non age stated, the one hundred proof. I don't think I've had that. Yeah, we we reviewed it. Oh, is that it? Yeah. It that was wasn't, the, it wasn't that was the barrel, really good. It wasn't the barrel strength, but it was just the 100 proof one. Yeah, that's 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 good. I think I would probably pick that over this because I'm thinking that the Four Roses 100 proof single barrel is seven to nine. So, but some places I hear that. The Four Roses at some places is limit one person, like just the non-barrel strength at some places. I haven't witnessed that yet, but I'm just thinking of a... Yeah, I I agree with you. 79. Did you say 79 for allocated price? No, uh, I said seven to nine years for that Four Roses. No, you're rating for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. 79. 79, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Seventy nine for, if you're gonna pay in the fifty dollar range. Because if you think about it, what regular Knob Creek nine year one hundred proof? I, I can't remember the pricing of that, but that's ah uh, depends on where you get it. But yeah, I think I paid good. four in the forties mm-hmm. for a bottle of that. And then you got the 120 proof. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nine year. I might be thinking of the 1.75. I yeah, think you can pick up a 1.75. 1. 
probably under 50. Yeah. 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 Sometimes these allocated products are not what they meant. I mean, some of these allocated products are what you're going to get into or with stuff that you were able to find. And then once they win an award, you can't find them anymore. Got a little brochure that they stick on here. Yeah. Tells you all about it, huh? In 1837. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could read those are numbers. It's been a long time since I had this. I wish I could read it higher because when I, but it it all depends on the single barrel because I remember my first time having this back home when I was visiting, and um, this is when I was like premature it into the whiskey game and we're at a beer share because that's what I like I'm also a craft beer guy but we're at a beer share and a guy that was in the whiskey he was there and he was pulling out stuff and that was one of them Mm. and I had this sip and I'm like man this stuff is good because when you think of Henry McKenna when I was growing up in Virginia Henry, Henry McKenna was like bottom shelf at best. I'm like, huh. Henry McKenna tenure? I was like, this has got to be a gimmick. Got to be. Oh, because it was just unaged, dated. Yeah. But Henry then the tenure came out, and I'm like, this is a gimmick. And so I had the sip, and I'm like, wow, this stuff is pretty good. So when we got back here to Milwaukee, I was like, just buying it. But... I can't remember it tasting like this. But like I said, single barrels are just hmm. hard to come by. Sometimes you can find a good one. This this could be a bad one. I have an unopened one, and maybe that's one thing me and Dylan can do later on in our journey of recording. No, it's oh, different. It would be different, right? It'd be different. So uh, that, that might knock our socks off and be like whoa <laughs> when they say a uh, single barrel do they always list the barrel yeah barrel numbers up here okay so have you ever noticed like in a case of whiskey that's single barrel mm-hmm. that they write the num- number of the barrel on there yeah is it the all the same in one case like typically uh typically yeah really yeah okay so they don't they don't purposely mix just like them Elijah Craig they come out with three different single barrels a year, uh huh, three different batches, so that's why people go crazy over the barrel proofs because they're always different. Oh, when you say a batch, you're talking about a whole bunch of barrels. Mm-hmm. S- see, as I don't. A, I, I'm not sure about Henry. Batch. Okay, I'm not sure about Henry McKenna. I I know that is. Always a yearly release. I don't know how many batches um, they come out with. Um, for example, my friend back in Virginia, like within three months, he was able to get like nine different batches of Henry McKenna. <laughs> Just going to different liquor stores in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And he, he had like nine different batches. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but oh well. Yeah. At least we 
We've reviewed it. I, I agree with your assessment. It should be. It should not be allocated. No. People uh, should not be. There's a lot of things out there. Standing in line or running across <laughs> there, town for this stuff. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be allocated. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. But they are. Yeah. It sucks. All right. You ready for high end? Yeah, I'm ready for the high end. All right. I'm going to close my eyes. I was going to. Mm hmm. Because it's fall. Okay. We're talking late October. Late October falls. Yeah, and I'm 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 assuming this is a scotch. Yeah, you you would have thought so, right? Okay, I I got my eyes closed for the people that can't see me. Irish, Ar- Irish whiskey. No, and because of the turn of the shoot, weather, shoot, shoot, shoot. I what I, else would I changed have? it up a little bit. I'm like, well, all right, I'm not going to do a pe- heavily peated scotch because okay. that that is so fall you so know it's perfect for fall and it's like almost like summer right out, out I, right now i, I so should say is this a malt whiskey it is a malt okay hmm and it could be an american malt. well you'll never guess it i never will guess it and uh, not in a hundred years not in 100 years no no mm. this is uh texas might they they make a lot of malt well, you're but gonna we, try, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try. Go ahead. Malt whiskeys. Now I have my eyes open because I, I haven't, can't see I haven't brought the bottle out yet. Yeah, malt whiskey. Yeah, you'll never guess this. This is Iowa. No. Nope. What else does malt? You'll never, you'll never even guess the state it's made of. In Canada. So it's an American. I'll give state. you. I'll give you forty guesses. Is it American state? Yeah. I would say here. I'll give you 40 guesses and you won't guess the state it's made in. Usually I know about American malts. Because Kentucky does it. Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, I know. I give up. Well, okay. You know me. and I'm, I know. You, you I'm go always off, about Yeah, you the go off the Richter. You go off the Richter. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the... You're off the scale. Yeah. And malt, because you know me, I want, mm-hmm. I believe, and I, it's coming true. Um, it's happening in Vancouver Island. It's happening in the U.S., but it's hard to find. Yeah, malts outside of Scotland that are just as good, if not better, and unique that Scotland doesn't have. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's happening. You know, it's like that's my hunt. Mm-hmm. That's my main hunt is looking for unique character malts. Uh, all over the world. Mm-hmm. So where did I find one? A little state called New Mexico. Cole Keegan. Oh, we 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 posted this on our uh, yeah social media, but did we? But I never tasted it. Yeah, single malt whiskey. American white oak barrels distilled I mean, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. As a visual, if you looked at the bottle, listeners, it, it looks like it would be peat heavy. Yeah. Just looking at the bottle. Right. And I'm not going to say anything about the flavor until we start yeah. talking, tasting it, but it's um, 59%. Really? 118 proof. All right. I like that. I like that. Cask strength, single malt, 
Uh, it's batch no number nine. It's bottle number six. Um, distilled from 100% malted barley. Um, it's Keegan. one of a kind. Yeah. All right, let's open that puppy up. Do the old bottle dip. Shout out to Freddie Johnson. Yeah. Thanks, Freddie. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just keep this up here. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Nothing like it I've ever All right, smelled this, or The reason tasted. why I'm going crazy because I was not expecting I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be this lame uh, malt. Malt, yeah. Same malt nose. Woo-wee. There's nothing like this. It. I'll let I like you, the heat. I'll hear your See, this is first. what I want out of a malt, people. When I want a malt whiskey, I want that thing high proof, baby, because I'm a high proof hound. Uh -huh. Roof, especially one that's savory as this. Something this savory, you want it to be pack a punch. There's no forty three percent savory malts. Those are it's this a is joke. A, this is a chai latte on the nose for me. Oh, yeah. Chai latte on the nose. I'll give you that. With some butter on it. Man. I'm already ready to go in. But I'm, I want to get this nose some time. Right now, I, I give this nose a 100. Because it's just <laughs> so unique. So unique. Chai spice. Chai spice. This is almost... The nose, even though it's not the same, but it's quite similar to the Starlight Cigar Batch. Yeah, yeah. There, There's a little smoky action going on. Like, some Yeah, I, I, I'm getting more smoke now, too, on the back end. Oh, shoot. Sorry for the burp. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, this taste better be good, man, because I'm going to be highly disappointed after having this experience no. with the nose. I'm telling you, people. No, just don't drink the whole thing at this proof. Put a little no, water. No, shot it. <laughs> Put a little water after your first taste. Dylan, you know I don't like water, man. Come on. I Trust like it me really on high proof. I just like it really high proof. Give it a few. All right, all right, all right. All right. Quarter of a listen. teaspoon. I'm going to listen, man. I'm gonna all right, listen. let's see what this bottle says here this nose is great uh, Cole Keegan is an unabashedly original single malt double distilled in pot still Cole Keegan is carefully handcrafted from mesquite kilned malted barley and mesquite oh there, there's mesquite. a smoke yeah that's there's the smoke it's from mesquite was, was this in any different barrel like an ex-bourbon um, let me, yeah, we're getting there. Hang on. Uh, and Sangre de Cristo Mountain Water. Okay. Pe uh, patient traditional aging in once, once used American white oak bourbon barrels. So it is. 
Second refill. Yeah, I can smell a bourbon in the, the glass. Or from the Glen Karen I'm sniffing. I was like, man, this has got to be in an ex-bourbon or something. Yeah, Mary's Colkegan's rich smoke profile with deep, full flavor resulting wow. in truly unique and timeless single malt whiskey. Yeah. Enough talking. Let's get to the sipping. Man, I'm ready I love to that sip mesquite. this. I'm ready to sip this. Mm. Mm. Good lord, yes. That woke that woke me up. Ring 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 ring. Wow. Check please. Yo. <laughs> this is part of the best single malt. Wait. Let me Joel, stop getting too excited, buddy. <laughs> Hold your horses. Yeah, you're gonna say a hundred on this? Nah, I'm not oh, going to do the, it. The I'm bottle's half it, full. It's, I bought this probably two but, years but, ago. But coming from Henry McKenna 10, no yeah. disrespect to Henry McKenna, but coming from that to this. It's, it's the opposite. Yeah, It's leaps, like the this nose and was all right. Leaps and bounds. On the palate, it's like amazing. Man. They were onto something. That's American ingenuity right there. Mesquite. Smoke. Who would have thought? It worked. It totally works. Man. This uh, taste profile. I'm trying to pick up what is remnants sent to like food or a dessert. I got nothing. <laughs> but it's good. I got nothing right now. I'm trying to pick up things. Like, I'm forcing myself to pick up things that are reminiscent to this taste. Because this is something that I have never had before. Yeah. Well, if Barbecue, you leave, barbecue ribs? Uh, if you leave the mesquiteness out of it, and you just go with a mouth, the way it coats your tongue, and yeah. just the flavors without the smoke. It's a it's a very savory profile. It kind of reminds me of uh, Lagavulin 16. Yeah, in the I way, get that. In the mouthfeel and the way it coats the tongue and just the, the impact, the event that Lagavulin happens in your mouth, you know. Sweet up front. I'm going to add this water like Dill told me to. See how this booger changes. Yeah, I don't think I had water yet, did I? Let it swirl around. Yeah, just a you know, quarter teaspoon. Didn't change anything about the smell to me. Still there. Wow. New Mexico. So that means they're most likely importing everything to make this. Yeah, they they got to. Uh, I'm assuming Everything. they have to. Wow. <sighs> yeah, sweet. I'm getting that sweet on the nose. You you get a lot of sweet sweet up front when you have the first sip. It's like sweet coming through, and then you get that smokiness. And then the 
that 118 proof. But man, I haven't and had a sip yet after having. Water. I haven't mentioned the price on this. You know how much you think this was? I don't think it, that it would be a high end price. Well, high end. Another topic <laughs> for about what's the deal with whiskey, but high end now is expensive. But with whiskey connoisseurs like me and you. It may not be expensive. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that this was 100 bucks, but I would be like, that's that's what whiskey is now. Well, I didn't buy it when it, I didn't buy it in the past month. So I bought it almost two years ago. Uh, so what's the retail? So I think I, I paid in the $50 range, like oh, 58 well, yeah, bucks. That's crazy. 59 bucks, maybe. That's crazy. It might be different now. And that was that raise. Yeah, it might be different now. So. That might be different now. If they still have it. Because, as we know, whiskey is going up because it just takes so much to make it now. <clears throat> I remember my little saber for. <laughs> I just yeah. want to just. I know. It's just killing me. It's well, just raging inside me. I'm gonna have this first sip after adding the water. Okay, it's just it's killing me. Don't man. talk it's about killing it. me. Just hold it's it. Me. Hold on. Hold it. It's killing me. Just hold on. You whiskey. We'll talk about it. Come on. Let's get have through. My bath Let's for get once. through this. It's hard out here, <laughs> and I still pay it. Why? Because I love it. Well, Cole Keegan, let's see. Let me see. After the war, after adding water to it, buttery biscuits with a hint of smoke. It's almost like you (laughs) bake Pillsbury dough biscuits, or like the pre-made. Well, not pre-made, but when you get the biscuits out the can, and you have a smoker, like a pit, like a pit boss, or a Traeger. Or a um, Rectech, so to speak. Shout out to my father-in-law. Rectech. It's like Smoky Biscuits. Oh, yeah, Traeger. Rectech, I know what you're talking about now. Smoky Biscuits. 440 <laughs> stainless steel. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like you had the Pillsbury canned biscuits and you put them on a the smoker. It's very biscuity mm. after adding the water. And you put a little drizzle of whatever honey preference that you like out there. Because I'm getting a little bit of honey on the end, too, with the smokiness. Or, if you want to get really technical. Honey. Because that, that finish is still long and it's still going. Yeah. Now it feels like you got strips of bacon between those biscuits. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Breakfast sandwich. Wow. This is great. This might... It is great. It is great. This might beat our best review of the year. And you guys, if you were listening to our podcast, you know what we always read as the best. That... That, uh... Shoot. See? This made me free even forget about the best one that we uh, reviewed. 
Uh, oh, for me, Spring, it was Spring that, Bank. No, not for me. I gave the owl even higher. Yeah, the owl is good, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? As far as imported whiskeys, oh, I would say this okay, might okay. this this might type this this might. Uh, I forget that we do other things, but as far as imported whiskeys, yeah. this might have a hedge over the Spring Bank, but cause, but that Spring Bank was good though. What what was that? A fifteen? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Man, it might be a tie. It might be a tie. But as far it's as a, Ameri- it's a different animal, but it's along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as American whiskeys, I'll I will say the Kentucky <laughs> Owl too, but I got more in store. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe believe Because I tell you what, up until I had that, I was like, Oh, the infinity blend, the infinity blend. And now Kentucky Owl. <laughs> the owl is the new king to beat for me. That thing is now, it may be because... Now, to be fair, we it was a cork pop with the uh, Infinity Blend. We haven't tasted it when it's about four inches down and sitting in the bottle I'm for telling you, man. And, but we, we... But they're... Okay. The story... Of, give you a little small little segment. It's almost going to be like two episodes in one. Oh, Elk. Dan, uh, Dylan's a... Uh, fan of old elk that was a blend mm-hmm. infinity, infinity blend, blend yeah. master distiller used to work for mgp everyone knows about mgp mgp has their hands in everything midwest grain productions they changed their name to ross and squib but i'm still gonna call them mgp one thing i have not let dill experience if there's some whiskey listeners out there that know about whiskey MGP has a blend, great blends, that they <laughs> brought out themselves called... You call it great blends? No. I call it that. Okay. <laughs> but it's Remus. Remus is the blend. And they have a Remus 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and a 6. And probably out of their best blends, three and five have been the best because you got blend of 17, 18 year, this and that and that and that. Yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah. I so happen to have three and five. So it would be nice to do an episode between those three of the guy that's the master distiller of Old Elkdale. That used to work for MGP. And then have a tasting of Old Elk Infinity Blend. And then mashed up between the Remus 3 and also the Remus 5. That has been the two best ones out of their six series out of the MGP blend. Because uh-huh. I, I want Dylan to experience that. And then there's also another master blender out there other than my boy Dixon Deadman of Kentucky Owl. Well, he doesn't work for them anymore. He's coming out with his own stuff. That's which, gonna be interesting. Which I could hopefully I get my hands on that. But there's a, a woman named Nancy Freely 
out there, which is dangerous. <laughs> is she in that? Uh, is she in that movie? Neat. I can't recollect that. You might be right. I There's don't know. a woman distiller in that one. No, 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 no. She's no, new. No. no, 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 no. She, she was originally with Castle and Clean. Okay. She, she's a distiller. She's okay. not a master blender or a taster. Oh, okay. Nancy Fraley. <sighs> Great trick record. Uh, I, I'm mentioning this because, you know, we're just on the topic right now. Nancy Fraley. Master taster blender for Wyoming whiskey. Master Blender Taster for St. Austin Whiskey out of Texas. Hmm. Master Blender Taster Gets around. for Joseph Magnus out of Michigan that makes the two sought-after whiskeys, Joseph Badness Cigar Blend and Murray Hill Club. Which I have Murray Hill Club, and I can't wait for Dylan to try it really? because I tried it a couple weeks ago, and I was flabbergasted. Out of Michigan? Yes. Huh. And guess what? It's master, spreading. master blender, and also master taster for Jay Henry and Sons right here in Wisconsin. Huh. And I'm going there next week with my wife because it's our anniversary. And I'm going to dive in a barrel. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be fully clothed or what, but I'm going to do it. Because once I found that out, I was like, J. Henry and Sons is on my calendar right now. And I'm going to get that bottle that she just created a few weeks ago. A bourbon whiskey finished in Armagnac. All right. Sounds like you're following the trends in the news. Yeah. She's a legend. I did not know that she did suffer J. Henry. Huh. But back to this uh, Coquigan. Yeah. After having this bottle. By the way, the the bottle, everything about it. Oh, gorgeous. awesome. I love it. That's beautiful. I love it. It's it's the dark bottle, you know, that you can't see with the dark tint. It's like you have tinted windows in your car. And like a blue-green... Yeah, it, if you Label, think of if you think of smoky nice. scotches and black. Oh yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Good job. So after having Coquigan, I just want to use this phrase like, "Yo, you want to mess with me, man? I'm about to go Coquigan on you, bro. That's what I want to do. That's how I feel about this. Week. You're gonna pull something out yeah. that no one's ever had before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to fight? <laughs> Man, I'm about to go Coquigan on you. I'm going to give you the Scottish hug. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. This is a New Mexico hug. For real. All right. I'm, I'm ready for my reading. You're first. Man, this stuff is great. 92. 90. 90? Yeah. Yeah. It's... You sure? It, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. positive? Yeah. 90. I've spent a lot of time Why? With why it. 90? It's super good. 90 is good in I my I think book. 92. Yeah. 92 is up there, man, because yeah. it's so unique. And, and I'm, I'm giving it 
an extra two points because I would have said 90. But I'm giving an extra two points because it's coming from New Mexico. Yeah, this they deserve it. You, That's why I'm giving them I'm giving them the extra them. two points because of where it's coming from. Yep. I have to just for me it's great but uh, you know you, you see where it's at. I I it's not the kind of thing where I'm like it's so delicious I ha- I can't stay out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. So if it was like that yeah, it would have been a I, 92. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not to that point people. So don't don't I I'm just impressed of a malt like this yeah because it's unique it's it's no it's no <laughs> it's no kentucky owl batch three it's no, no no it's no men winter's night dram right of previous years we don't know how the latest one will taste but right i don't look at this bottle and go yeah. oh when can i have another sip when can yeah. i you know i gotta like, pace myself i i can't remember what we rated that um the spring bank 15 but it, it might have been higher than this but one night if me and dylan didn't have to go anywhere and we're like had a bottle i i, I could see me and dill finishing the spring bank 15 in one night or or doing a good job at it <laughs> problem is is when you first pop the cork yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't taste, taste like, like that yeah it takes it takes so much time. But to Kentucky get it to that Owl point. best three. I could see me and oh. Dale going to town on that, and <laughs> also Midwinter's Night Dram. Uh huh. Yeah, if this, especially if this next batch is <sighs> as good as. And from batch what I hear, nine, from what, what I hear, you've been hearing. I I hear that it's better than batch nine. What? That's what I hear. It's a good thing you didn't go a hundred then, huh? <laughs> no because <laughs> then you'd have to go 101 i was close huh well we will see yeah we'll, we'll see price is skyrocketing mm. on that too mm-hmm. which we're gonna talk about in a later episode but uh it's been a long time since i probably a year yeah. since i had this and it's so good I, i'm gonna have to get especially now that fall's coming oh yeah yeah. This is so savory. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like sit by a fireplace and talk it up, man. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy it. But, look outside and look at the freezing cold tundra. That's our, that's our low and high people. And yeah. uh, we're going to have an it. extra. We're going to record after this. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when it'll come out. But we don't know when it'll come out. We're going to we, talk we, about prices. Yeah. We're going to talk about just the whiskey. Uh, no, it's still early yet. We we might record it tonight. Not sure. But, yeah. But it's coming. We're going to... The, the, the episode is going to be labeled as, What's the deal with whiskey? <laughs> and if... Help. You have some whiskey connoisseurs out there, you're, you probably know what we're getting at. And I, I can't be too judgmental because I do pay for some of the prices because, I don't know, we have this podcast and I do love whiskey, but at the same time, it's, you guys know. Yeah. If you know, you know. When we started this, which was like a year ago? <laughs> a year ago. It flip-flopped just like that. And, and it was it, it was changing. It is, it's just it been increasing changed, up. Yeah. 
it's just been increasing up even before we started this podcast, and now it's just now it's now it's just what getting it is today. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to take a break. Well, this is going to be the episode, and then yeah, it'll be on another series. Yeah, podcast. We're, we're probably we'll record it tonight, but because it's just going to be talking, won't be reviewing and right. all that stuff. It won't take a lot of concentration, but. Me and Dylan got a lot of stuff to say, and you guys yeah. going to hear it. We're fed up. We're fed up, man. Uh, we're fed up. And we're also hypocritical, because... Well, I've also thought about ideas, too. I have some ideas. Of what? What or, to do. Oh, oh, what to do. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there are options. There's options. So, we'll we'll talk about it. But, until then... Yeah. It's good to be back. And hey, we will see you like we said before, two guys who love whiskey, trying to review it all. Trying to do it all. And we have so far. And we have. Look at, <laughs> I mean, look at this episode. We, we have had a lot of whiskeys that some people can't get. Not trying to brag or something, but we've just been fortunate. And it, it might come a time that we may not be able to. And we, we will just review the things that we have availability to. Yeah. And... We're going to talk about that in our next episode because I'm telling you, Wisconsin distilleries, yeah. they're it. They're not playing. They're not playing. It's kind of exciting, the stuff that's happening in Michigan and Wisconsin. The Midwest is ruling things. Iowa. Basically, the states surrounding Kentucky and yeah. you know, Iowa, up north. Iowa with Cedar Ridge. That's, that's going to be in the next episode. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. And see you later. See ya.